Hello. It is me. It is me. Oh, I'm excited. I've got some hearts squirting out around. It's me. I feel good. It's good to be here. Happy Wednesday. Oh, that confuses the algorithm. It doesn't know where my eyes are. Oh, there we go. Um, happy Wednesday, everyone. It's hump day. Feels like a Tuesday to me because yesterday's daily briefing was uh, brief. <laughs> how, how about that? Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to get rid of these eyeballs. Uh, yeah, yesterday we were at our daughter's basketball game. Things are getting back to normal-ish. And so, um, we drove down to Palos Verdes, uh, and, uh, watched her play basketball with the team. Dave, welcome aboard. David, yes, hello, keys, pants off, dance off. Welcome aboard. Amy, greetings to you in Detroit. And Scott, uh, pick... Oh, boy. Laura, you're in Atlanta. Who won the game? Ooh, I'm about to tell you that. Keys and Jen and Rachel. The basketball game. Oh, yeah. The Bible stories. You need some religion, Dave. Uh, easy. Don't rock the boat, brother. <laughs> Do you get it? Because of the kayak. Um, so, uh, who won the game? They won the game. Let me tell you something. This was... Uh, so, Fanula's high school is big. And I think that uh, this other high school that we played... She goes to Samo High, and this other high school was uh, some kind of Palos Verdes Panther. It looked like a big high school, uh, but the they didn't have a... Our high school has a varsity team, a JV team, and a freshman-sophomore team. So, um, so they've got three teams. Greetings, Sue, and hello... Uh, uh, oh, well, I've already said hello to you, Pick. Um... So our school has all three of those teams, but this other school that we played just evidently had a varsity team and a JV team and barely a JV team. So because our Sam Ohai had had the combined JV and freshman sophomore teams together, there were 17 uh, girls on our team and they they all are rotating in five at a time throughout the game. The other team had five girls who played the whole game, 100% of the game. So when you think about it, before the game starts, what do you think is going to happen? We're going to wear those five girls out. We're going to wear them out. There's only five of them. They're running back the whole game. We got We're bringing in fresh meat every so often. You know, 17... 17 girls. So, uh, suffice it to say, uh, a few of our girls got to play more, but, uh, most of the time it was, uh, it was a merry-go-round rotating in, rotating out. Uh, Rich, I don't think they were a private school. Um, so, and they, and they beat us. I think the final score was, uh, 20, uh, 27 to 18 or something like that. So it was a low scoring game. <laughs> It took a while, but they pulled away. We couldn't catch them, and uh, our team favored a lot of outside shooting. I think this Steph Curry has really been a bad influence on uh, on young players <laughs> because, man, our team, they love to take the big three-pointers, and uh, they were not good at making the big three-pointers. Otherwise, uh, the score would have been different. But, what, you know, so uh, we lost by around 10 points. Uh, it was fun to see everybody out having a good day and uh, I can't wait for the next game which we 
thought was going to be Friday and may still be Friday. So I'm going to have to get back to you on that. But I don't think it is Friday. I think there's only a varsity game on Friday. Um, <laughs> Jen, you were the only girl who tried out for the seventh grade basketball team and you didn't make it. <laughs> Shaped your life of anger. Well, Jen, I tried out. I think I tried out in eighth grade and uh, I did not make it. I did not make it. I was dismissed after one one day of practice. Hi, Flavia. Um, yes, it was nice to be back among the living at a game in person, Rachel. We had to take a little uh, quiz. We had to scan our QR code and then go on our phones and take a quiz about if we had any fever, if our kid had any fever, if we'd been around anyone uh, who had any fever or symptoms or COVID and uh, before they would let us in. They didn't ask... Um, they didn't ask uh, what uh, whether or not we'd been vaccinated. That was not a question. Uh, what position uh, does uh, F play? Pick is asking. She plays. Uh, it's more like a guard. She doesn't. She's getting better at ball handling, uh, but she plays. They had her not under the basket. Uh, they had her kind of on the reach out on defense, um, and then when they got down there. They did a thing circulating around the, uh, the top, but they, they need to work on their cutting to the basket because, as I said, there were a lot of three-point shots. Um, so, Jen, you're so not over it. I feel bad for you. Um, but then again, we'll work it all out. We'll figure it all out. Um, I'm just scrolling up to see if I missed something here. Um, big news from your year of barely being able to walk. You finally get to see a pain doctor tomorrow. Well, thank goodness, Jen. <laughs> Here's a tip. Watch out for those opioids. I hear bad things about those opioids. <laughs> Grandpa Jerry weighing in. Okay. Um, uh, you didn't make the Little League team keys. Didn't make the Little League all-star team, but Joey Rats did only because his dad was a coach. Oh, I can believe how easy it is to hate a kid named Rats. I mean, I'm not crazy about him. All right, so today's, uh, today's uh, story, remember last, last week in the Bible, the children's Bible, uh, Moses had been up, uh, up the mountain to get the tablets, and we've been over the tablets, and uh, obviously, thou shalt not commit murder, we all expected that. We saw that one coming. Um, there's a lot of adultery and coveting ones that we didn't see coming. Anyway, so Moses comes back down, he's got the tablets, he's coming in to... Uh, greet his peeps. Um, when the people saw that Moses had not returned from the mountain, this is before he comes down, they gathered around Aaron saying, that's Moses' brother, you must make us a God for we do not know what happened to this Moses who brought us out of Egypt. This Moses, that's what they're calling him now. They've been wandering around in the desert for a while, I guess, so they've sort of forgotten that he's the reason that they're even free. And they were mad at him. They've been mad at him about that. Um, yeah. You know what we need, Moses? You know what we need, Moses? You know what would be great, Moses, here in this desert? Is more rules. Could you go get us some rules? And so Moses was kind enough to oblige. He goes up the mountain, gets the, gets the rules. But he's gone for too long. And so they go to his brother and they say, uh, we don't know what happened to Moses. Uh, you need to make us a god. It's a weird thing to ask for. Um, I think you'd ask for chips or cold beer. That's what I would ask for. But um, 
Aaron says he's not to be stumped. Aaron's from the yes and school of improv. So when when uh, the Israelites say you must make us a god, he goes, well then bring me some gold, and I'll give you what you want. It's a real people pleaser, this Aaron. So uh, both men and women brought Aaron their gold jewelry. Hmm. Both men and women. I like that we have to mention that. Hey, men have gold jewelry too. <laughs> not not just uh, gangsters in The Sopranos. Uh, so they all bring their, their gold jewelry, which Aaron melts down and forms into the shape of a monstrous golden calf. <laughs> so I, I, I don't know how many Israelites there are, but they must have a lot of jewelry if you can make a monstrous golden calf. I mean, you think about I would think if you got uh, the average football stadium, let's say you got 60,000 people in a football stadium, you had to throw all their gold in a pile. I don't think you're getting a monstrous golden calf. I don't think you're going to get a calf as big as a, a recliner uh, out of a crowd like that. But I could be wrong. He built an altar to the calf, and the people prayed to it and offered sacrifices and danced and feasted in front of it. How long has Moses been gone? These, these guys really get to work. So they make the calf. Looking down from his mountaintop, God said to Moses, ah, I've just given you the commandments. How forgotten? Now shall the full force of my anger be felt. But Moses begged the Lord to forgive them. Oh, look, did you bring them out of Egypt, your chosen people, only to destroy them in your fury? Moses is trying to cool God down. God's like Joe Pesci in Goodfellas. Um, calmed by his words, God sent Moses down the mountain carrying two stone tablets on which he engraved his Ten Commandments. As he came near the Israelites' camp, Moses heard loud laughter and music. Of course, they're partying. They're worshiping this calf. They love the calf. They love this golden calf. It's fantastic. Who knew? Who knew? I mean, who would ever thought of that at a party? Let's say you're throwing a party. Things are a little slow. Hey, everybody, put your jewelry in a pile. I'm going to make a golden calf. We're going to put on some music. We're going to dance. So they're, they're dancing around the calf, making sacrificial uh, uh, fires and... Uh, Drunken figures wildly are dancing around, full of anger. Moses flings the stone tablets to the ground where they broke into pieces. He knocked over the golden calf and threw it into the flames. Good luck with that. Then he turned to Aaron. How could you have let this happen? Now, now, Moses, is like, now Moses is like Jackie Gleason, the Honeymooners. Norton! How could you have let this happen? I go away for ten minutes to get some commandments. You're supposed to keep the girls... <laughs> okay. Uh, summoning the people together at the entrance of camp, Moses solemnly addresses them. Uh, okay, let those who are on the side of the Lord come and stand by me. All right, so they're not taking him seriously. Only the men of the tribe of Levi went to him. The rest remained where they were. Ooh, bad move, rest of you. Now, Moses said to the Levites, go through the camp with your swords and put to death every man you see, for this is the will of God. And when he says every man you see, I think he means the ladies too. It's not clear here in the children's Bible. Over 3,000 men were killed that night, which I think he means men and women, but I doesn't. it's not clear. And the next day... Moses went again to the Lord to beg forgiveness for his repentant people. Repentant. Well, <laughs> some of them are repentant, and 3,000 of them are D-E-A-D. 
I'll send an angel to lead them to the promised land, said God. But they have made a false idol and must suffer for it. How much suffering, how have they been in the desert for years already before finally we get some rules, then we throw one party and you kill 3,000 people and then we're going to get punished and then we're going to the promised land. If I had known all of this ahead of time, I might have stayed in Egypt. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> that's, not how, that's not how the Israelites roll in the Children's Illustrated Bible. So uh, next week, I think we're going to be done with Moses a little bit. But uh, holy moly, the, the whole thing goes away for just a couple of days and they make a golden calf. The one thing I told you not to do. All right. Did the pagans get their baubles back? Scott, of course not. They were melted down into the calf. I don't know. The golden calf is now on Wall Street. Uh, Norman, yeah, I've seen that, uh, the bull on Wall Street. Pretty Austin. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, untrendy Moses, side parts the Red Sea. I like it, Norman. Um, <laughs> all right, I'm scrolling up to see what I've missed here. It was a calf, not a bull. Yes, okay. Uh, all right, here we go. Uh, Keys, you're saying you do remember going over to Danny Hicks' house and he was hitting a 22 bullet shell with a hammer. Uh, oh, yeah, that's a bad move, Keys. <laughs> that's not a guy you want to keep hanging out with because he's not going to be around for long. Um, all right, so today we've got a letter from Grandma. And I was going through, I've been in the office here going through some things. And I found, so this is a letter from Grandma from 1983. This is my mother's mother. And uh, her husband, my grandfather, died when I was nine years old. In 1969, he passed away. And he would have been in his 60s at that time. Um, and uh, he, my grandmother saved everything. As you can see, I come by it naturally. I save a lot of things. I've saved these letters from grandma. And uh, <coughs> when, when my grandmother uh, passed away, my Aunt Charlotte, who's often included in these letters, uh, inherited that house and lived there until she passed away, which is uh, some time ago now. But uh, my grandfather passed away in 1969. And when my aunt passed away, my parents went through the house and we took things that we thought we could want. This, this truck is from that house, that, that truck up there, that toy truck with the books in it, um, is, uh, was a toy that my uncle Charles, who I'd never met because he died when he was a teenager, um, that was a toy from his childhood. Um, and when my parents went through the house, they found some things that they thought I might like. And included in those were these boxes of men's handkerchiefs. Uh, I'm a handkerchief guy, as you may have noticed. This is my handkerchief for, for today. And these handkerchiefs were given to my grandfather, who passed away in 1969, as gifts. And they this is the box that they came in, and they had never been opened. They'd never, or they'd been opened, but they'd never been used. These, these handkerchiefs are in here with the little ribbon on. He never got to them. Um, this is from uh, William Gerber's, this box here, and uh, this handkerchief here and this other one were from a box that I opened the other day and just washed off. So these two handkerchiefs have been 
fresh, brand new in their boxes, like those ones I just showed you, uh, since at least 1969. I could not, could not, uh, could not. Uh, when I saw that, I just thought it was funny because I save all this stuff. And then I've got these handkerchiefs that my grandmother saved when my grandmother died. These handkerchiefs have got to be from the 60s, if not the 50s, or possibly even the 40s, the 1940s. Uh, they did, they're not dated on the, uh, on the labels. Um, so we've got those. But now on to something a bit more recent. This letter from Grandma from 1983. <laughs> so this is from uh, March 11th, 1983. Uh, letter from Grandma to me. I would have been uh, still 22 years old, although I'm turning 23 later in 1983. Uh, thank you for your card. I should take it down to show Grandma Jay and Grandpa Jay. <laughs> Look, he sent me a card. <laughs> Last Friday, the 3rd and 4th, we went to World Day of Prayer, that's in quotation marks, at the Peace Church in Gladbrook. It was raining. World Day of Prayer. That's not something that I, 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 I even know when they have that. Uh, then took some cookies to Grandma and Grandpa Jay. Grandma's black and blue spots have disappeared. Good news. Uh, she received a letter from Pauline, that's my mother, which with pictures of you and Sue taken at Christmas time. And the pictures of them, Gary Connell and Raymond Connells, taken, that's uh, Gary is Raymond's son, and then the, both of their spouses, my aunt, Raymond's wife, uh, uh, Lorene, and Gary's wife, Ooh, Sue, uh, taken at the Cliff House in Decorah before he, Gary, went to Saudi Arabia to look for oil. <laughs> now, Gary worked at the time for ExxonMobil, I think, and uh, so he was going to work for them while they looked for oil. My, Gary was not looking for oil. Um, Marjorie, that's my aunt, my dad's brother, brought Grandma a walker, but she just uses it at night, as you do. Um, sometimes I feel like I'd like to have a walker when I go to use the toilet at night. <laughs> I just hate getting out of bed, but I definitely prefer it to a diaper. Uh, Mr. Rolfs decided to put some acres in the PIK program, which I think must be... Uh, some farm program from the 80s where you don't uh, raise the crops, you just get paid for not raising them, received a letter from Bertha in Kansas, and she said uh, the family came from Holstein, Germany. That's Schleswig-Holstein, which is also where my uh, father, my grandfather's came from. My grandfather came from, my other grandfather. Uh, is that in the north near Denmark? Yes, Grandma, it is. Uh, when Gary uh, and son went to Germany to find more, that's Gary Connell, who's now going to Saudi Arabia, to find out more about Grandpa Jay, Johansson's family, they found records, and then they went to the cemetery and saw tombstones and with names on them, as, as tombstones often do have names. We have had some very nice days, but the last week has been cold frost on the window one morning. Ladies Wednesday, uh, a member had a lesson on stamps. I guess they have speakers, and so the speakers that they have are people from their group who then have to get up. It's like show and tell for, for, for old ladies. Uh, so they had a lesson on stamps and had the largest book on U.S. stamps and a piece about them 
On the page, also a foreign collection book, a foreign stamps, a smaller book, a wonderful hobby stamp collecting. And I still have some stamps somewhere from when I was a kid, surprised. And uh, I can't bring myself to throw them away, and I, I, I could take them to a collection place, but I'd probably get and take it advantage of. I've got these coins. To, anyway, tonight we're going to Trer, to an Eastern Star meeting, and tomorrow is School of Instruct, School of Instruction uh, at Gladbrook. Uh, so they're having School of Instruction, which is relating to Eastern Star, uh, because everything is going to be alike in all chapters. That's what's going on at Eastern Star. And then this is this is a great this is this is one of my favorite sentences from today's letter from Grandma. They have a dinner before the dinner. Charlotte is going to the post office. Love Grandma. She puts that in. She's like, I I would write you more, but Charlotte's going to the post office. Love Grandma. Um, all right, they have a dinner before the dinner. It's always nice to have a dinner before the dinner. Um, I have to say. Last night after the basketball, we went and stopped on the way home for Chipotle and this other place. I think it's called Tender Greens is right next door. So Lady Jerry is not a Chipotle fan, but <laughs> Fanula wanted to get takeout from both places. And then she came home and had some of both dinners. And so, in fact, she had a dinner before the dinner last night. Boom. And that's your callback for the day. Um, all right. So, uh. <laughs> Scroll it up. You guys are just. You thought you thought the ring light was supposed to be directly above them. Uh, well, no. There's a ring light over there, and then there's the two ring lights right here. I'm not sure I'm lighting this thing right. Plus, I know that that light, that lamp back there, is a little bit too hot. But listen, keys, as you know, production values on this show is a little tricky. Um, Okay, Jen, up earlier, you were saying, suddenly wondering how many grandma letters are left. They are finite. Yes, Jen, maybe you weren't here also when we reset and started going through. So what happened was, this is the, this is the these are the grandma letters. They're in here. And uh, we made it through them all one time, roughly in uh, the beginning of January. And so now, then what I did was I went back through them. We were going through them in random order. And what I did was I put them in chronological order. And we're now on our second trip through, and I would say we're about um, 15% uh, into our second trip through the letters from Grandma. They just keep on giving. They're, uh, they're evergreen. Um, <coughs> Keys, you should write a kid's book about the Danny Heck and Joey Rats adventures. I think you should. In fact, I would like to read it. Um, Dave likes the truck. Uh, Scott, you're saying your neighborhood friend found his dad's 38 when you're around eight and shot into their wood pile. Oh, I bet they were shocked and you got the crap beat out of you um, because uh, that could have easily ended a lot worse. Um, you just like saying handkerchief. I love the old fashioned style of them. Flavia. Yes, I do too. I've been in uh, New Orleans before where I heard it pronounced handkerchief instead of handkerchief. Handkerchief. Um, Rachel, you think it's cool that I still have those hankies and I'm using them? Well, as a matter of fact, Rachel, I was looking at your book the other day about not saving things for best, not saving things for a special occasion. And uh, if you need any proof that you're right, 
my grandfather was saving these handkerchiefs for something, and he died. And then my grandmother continued saving the handkerchiefs for something. And finally, it's something time! 2021, it's something time! Um, okay. So there's a little talks about sailboating. And Dave, I wish I knew how to sail. That sounds pretty great. Um, <laughs> uh, Dave, you're talking about just fans. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how just fans work. I think I'm going to do Patreon instead of just fans, but I do like the idea. Um, okay. Yeah, and off to the side is recommended for ring lights. Yeah, I have I have one off to the side. This one is I, I'm not sure how to get these ones to to not get into the glasses, but the problem is that they're on a thing that's connected to the base of the light thing. So <coughs> I'm gonna have to buy another clamp to connect those lights to move them off to the side so you don't get reflection in the back of <laughs> which side? That side. That's where you're seeing the reflection. Okay. Um do we have Baja Fresh here? Uh, I think we do. They just closed the Baja Fresh near our near our house, um, so I think they that may have failed. Oh, you're mad at Wendy's about that, Dave. Well, we've got Fat Burger here, which is I think puts Wendy's in the doghouse. And I have to say, I'm a bigger fan of Chipotle than Baja Fresh, but that's me. Um, Dave, you're saying your son could do multiple dinners and have another meal before bed. Yeah, I think that's uh, what are we, what are we going to do for letters next year, David? Um, that is a good question. Uh, it could just be that we just keep reading them over and over. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Jen, you barely miss shows, but you've missed a lot. Well, you've missed a few. Uh, I should have letters submit new grandma letters written in the proper voice. Yes, Ed, I would love that. And I did solicit the idea that if somebody wanted to take a picture of a letter that they had from their grandma and email it to me, jake at jakethis.com, I would be happy to include that in the letters from grandma segment. If you've got a letter from grandma that you think is particularly good, you can photo it and then send it as an attachment to an email to me. And you can even redact parts of it with a black marker. (laughs) You don't want me to read those parts. That would actually be funny, I think. Uh, Laura, you're going to miss the STD today. You're taking a Japanese class starting tonight in five minutes. Oh, well, good for you, Laura. Man. <laughs> so to the Redneck Riviera in Atlanta, that's not enough. Now you're going to go to Japan. Well, terrific. I think that's good. I think that's good. Um, I'm just reading down here. <laughs> Gary, you got a fun gunshot story. Your dad's brother shot his cousin. When he was showing him how, how he almost shot his mother. Oh, God, nobody died. Thank goodness. Um, Keys, you say, when you were young, you went hunting with your friend Jeff. He got ahead of you. Oh, big no-no. And turned and shot at a rabbit. Oh, God, one pellet hit your leg. Plucked the other one out. Never told your parents. Yeah, I, I, you, you, you like to keep your parents from those stories about that time you got shot. Oh, uh, Jen, you're going to write some letters? I'm ready. I'm ready for some letters. Uh, you, can, you can write me letters as if you are my grandma, or you can write letters as if you're writing to your grandma, or whatever you want. Dave, you're seriously considering a trip to SoCal for Baja Fresh and Fat Burger, of course, while you're at it. Yeah, you should include Fat Burger, but uh, I'll, if you're coming, 
let's have a consultation and I can do an episode of crappy food that you should eat while you're here. That's my next show. That's after the daily briefing. Maybe Friday's going to be crappy food you should eat while you're in Santa Monica. All right, everybody. It's time for Seize the Day. We don't overdo it today. Oh, unfortunately, I've spoken to Christella, who will not be able to make the show tomorrow. So uh, tomorrow's show, we've still got Ancient Aliens in the Bible, and maybe Christella in the near future will have to see. Um, <laughs> all right. Why, why do you sense the letter from Jen might turn violent, uh, Keys? Well, violent slapstick is funny. I think we all know that. Three Stooges. I'm a big fan. It's time for Seize the Day. All right, Seize the Day. I have to say, yesterday it was weird to not be able to do the show. I just couldn't. The game time was at the exact time of our show, and so I, I just couldn't. I couldn't duck out and do it. So today's Seize the Day is from Tina Fey of Saturday Night Live, as you know, and she wrote a uh, she wrote a, a book which I found quite funny. Uh, and can recommend uh, Bossy Pants. And then let's not forget 30 Rock, which I think I'm getting ready to watch for the second time. <laughs> Keys, you're going to write a letter to Joey Rats? I'm ready for it. All right, today's Seize the Day is from Tina Fey. You can't be that kid standing at the top of the water slide overthinking it. You have to go down the chute. I think of all the things that Tina has said, uh, that is, uh, that's a very specific one that you have to then generalize out to metaphorically uh, get value for it. But I think we've all been that. You're at the top of the water slide overthinking it. There's a pileup of kids behind you. What you want is to get there and go. And this is the key to going swimming in the ocean, too. You tell yourself, I'm going in. You get up there, you go in. You get up, you go in. You get up, you go in. The only reason to pause is if you're actually savoring it and enjoying it. If you're hesitating because of second-guessing yourself, you can't second-guess. You've already decided you're going to go. Um, uh, so go down the chute. You've got to go down the chute. And this only applies to uh, jumping off or sliding down things that are not going to uh, kill you. So don't give up. <laughs> There'll be plenty of time to give up later. Happy hump day. We'll see you all tomorrow. Uh, be nice to each other. I uh, missed you, Nate, yesterday, but we're back today, and uh, let's make it a good night.